Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and I've trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country, and I've learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. G'day guys and welcome back to Karate Over Coffee. Now I've got a different approach. So we've got, a, we're going to do a Q&A. So for those who have a question, email me through karateovercoffee at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, you can find Karate Over Coffee as well on both of those social platforms, I think is what the kids are calling it these days. Now, I do, this is Karate Over Coffee, so I do have an, a uh, my own little coffee here. It is a cold brew from our mate next door, Simon. If you haven't listened to that, his podcast, uh, his episode, he is the coffee sensei. So um, go back and have a listen. He loves coffee almost as much. Well, he loves it more than I, to be fair. So, oh, yum. Okay, let's get into it, eh? So this is from Stephen. Hi, team. I don't know who he's talking about. Team, there's only me, but anyway. Hi, team. I listened to your latest podcast with Caesar, Caesar Bukowski. Um, uh, so make sure you go back and listen to it if you haven't. Uh, can you give me some tips on running my martial arts studio? Certainly can. Now, normally I charge a lot of money for it, but uh, today I'll, I'll do it for free. No, no, I don't make any money out of it but um so uh i had thought about this one over the weekend um so i came up with with three top top three tips and it's not not in any order and there's way more as well it's not just one or like a top three things on how to run a martial arts uh, studio it is a long a, a lot of a lot of them a long long time and i've made all the mistakes that you can make and i will continue to make all of the mistakes, but uh, we need to learn from those mistakes and not repeat those mistakes. Because if you're repeating the same mistakes, you'll 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 never get you'll never go for, never go further than where you are at the mo- at that time. So anyway, enough about that. Uh, so just a a brief 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 a brief background on just on me. So I've been. If you haven't listened to any of the podcast, any of the episodes before, my family taught karate, had a, their own karate dojo for a long time. And so I grew up in the dojo. Literally, we lived on top and the dojo itself was downstairs. So uh, I have had a lot of experience, um, not just running a dojo, running a martial arts studio, but also being involved um, as a family member in the um, karate school. So I have a lot of experience in the goods and bads, the goods and bads of running a full-time uh, martial arts studio is what you guys call but uh, Karate Dojo is how I would always um, call it and that's how I'll, I'll do it from here. But anyway, uh, so first one, first one is you need a support team. 100% if you haven't, I actually put did in a, an episode with uh, my friend Reese. Uh, it is you can't do it by yourself and you need a team. That's one of the early episodes 
um, go back and listen to that one. It gives you gives you a lot of detail on why you need a su support team. But the support team is not. I did put instructors, but you did you need more than more than just instructors. So you need to get your partner on board as well. Um, it's the first thing I talk to when instructors or future instructors come and ask me, "Hey, I want to teach teach karate." I say, "Well, you need to talk to your partner." Um, to make sure that they're on board as well. Like, yeah, yeah, they are. And I, no, no, no. You need to go back and talk to them and explain that you need that you want to do it, and you need to set aside a couple of hours a week. Um, and is that okay? Like, can I teach on a Monday and Wednesday for two hours every Monday and Wednesday? It's got to be. It's got to be commitment. So that's one of the first things I I do with with a potential instructor. Um, sometimes they come back and go, oh yeah, no, my my partner's not not too keen. So, um, so the support team is, is your, your partner. My wife is really, really excellent with being, with letting me, uh, do all the things that I do with, with our dojo, um, as well as our competition team and the podcast and trips overseas. And so all of our, all of our trips, um, include some kind of something to do with karate. And it's not just for tax purposes, but it certainly helps. Um, but. Every, almost every trip that we've taken um, has a karate component to it, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so you definitely need a support team, and that in, that includes uh, instructors and future sensei and, and junior leaders. So you can, when you, it, dep it, it really depends on, on uh, Stephen, where you, where you are in the cycle of your of your martial arts studio, your karate dojo. Uh, is it first year? Is it 25 years? It really depends on, are you going from part-time to full-time? So there's a lot of variables, but the first thing is, um, is our first one here is, is a support team. You need to have everybody on board. Um, if you can have somebody doing your um, socials as well, your TikTok, your Instagram, your Facebook, that's great, that's fantastic. Um, I, I wouldn't employ a team, like I, I wouldn't pay anybody money to do it. Um, you can do it, you can do it yourself. It doesn't take long. However, if you've got somebody in the dojo who's really good at that stuff, young people, um, get them, get them to do it. Um, and you need junior leaders. Uh, so the junior leaders are there to become your instructors for later and they, they can help in their class. Sometimes they're, they're a hindrance rather than a help. Um, so, um, you know, you, you need to train them correctly and you've got, to, you've got to keep an eye on them and support them. And um, however, they can, really, they can really help in the long term. Um, they can become a, a, an instructor for you later. And they're also role models for the, for the smaller and younger grades. Um, so yeah, definitely. That I've got a future sensei program with my with my adult instructors. So we have they're, they're like junior leaders, but for adults. So they they get 10, 15 minutes of a class. They teach, and it might be just beginners, or it might be intermediates, or it might be the whole class together. However, they've got like 10 or 15 minutes. They usually do the warm up, um, and that just gives them some experience on how to talk to people, uh, how to interact, um, and and uh, planning at what they're going to teach. So I don't give them, you know, for the first minute you have to do this, 
second minute this. I give them a broad view and then they try to create a, something interesting or um, I want them to, to think about how they're going to teach it rather than just turn up and, and we're just going to do some punches on the spot. So, so building, building that sort of team around you, and, um, which will lead into my second one, which is you are here for a long time, not a short time. So if you look at Maybe maybe the society is different now because we want we want that bang for your buck straight away. Um, but I had a one, three, and five year plan, so I'm in year three at the moment. Um, the COVID lockdown kind of um, halted it a little bit, but uh, we probably should be closer to year five. But I'm, I'm year three, so I set out goals for myself on on one how many students and instructors how big the dojo is, uh, where, where we're at with that. So we're probably closer to number three, year three, then year five. Um, so make sure every, every decision that you make is for, for uh, like a five years into a dojo. So for example, your syllabus or your curriculum, you've, you've got to look at it. You've got to have a curriculum from white belt through to fifth done or seventh done or tenth done however your system works can't just have a system from white belt to green belt or green belt or white belt to black belt you've got to have more than than just um, a curriculum for up to shodan and after shodan it can't just be cutter it can't be cutter you've got to have you've got to have more components um, in my syllabus for shodan and above we we have different weapons uh, we have obviously uh, kata and karate kata. We have different joint locks. We've got different drills, takedowns. We have we have more of those. We have different kihon. Even uh, kata kihon is is different once you get to shodan. Um, we have different written exams. Uh, we have different um, flow drills that we do. Um, partner drills are, are different, and that's only available for people who are shodan and above. So this gives people something more than than just shodan. So when you so if you take that approach with your a business side of it or, or the management side of the dojo as well, how to set up a, a timetable. Don't put all of your classes at, in in one. Separate separate the timetable for future. So there may may not be students in the five thirty p.m. class. Like if if that's how you set it up for having advanced kids now, but in three years time you will. So you need to look at everything from a from a long point, uh, from a long view. Um, it, it's it's not it's not a sprint. It's a it's a marathon. So that's where you have to look at it. And you've got to look at yourself like that as well. You know, we all want that instant instant success, but it, it can't be. You've, you've got to step back and have a look and make sure. Uh, just just take a, a look at yourself. You know, yes, maybe you you only have fifty students today, but in six months time, you'll have 70 in three years time, you have 200. So you've got to look at it like, like that sort of, that sort of uh, a long view, a long view. Uh, now, no, and the third, the third one is uh, know your lane and stay in your lane. So this is a big one, but um, you've got to understand what, what you, what you teach. So if you teach Shotokan Karate, then only teach Shotokan Karate. If you, if you want to teach four-year-olds, teach four-year-olds. 
But if you don't want to teach four-year-olds, don't teach four-year-olds. If you don't want to teach kids, don't teach kids. So you've got to understand what, what, you're, what, you, what you are really good at and be excellent at that. So for, for me, I don't want to teach any, anything other than, other than karate. I don't want to teach any, I don't want to supplement my income by having an Aikido class or a Jiu-Jitsu class because I don't want to teach it. I don't know it. It's not my, it's not my bag, baby. Um, I only want to teach the karate that we teach. The Koshinkan karate is what I want to teach. That is, and that is what we're going to do. Sorry, quick sip. Oh yeah. So, so you got to know your lane and stay in that lane. I don't want to teach any fitness kickboxing. I have, I have done it. I've had, I've taught cardio karate and it was okay for a while, but it fizzles out. I, I had a separate Corbido class and it was great. And then it fizzled out. So I, I know with my Corbido, um, I don't have that much content. So I'd rather, I'd rather include that into my karate make every into my karate syllabus. Um, so everybody can, everybody can learn it, even if they don't want to do it. I mean, not everybody wants to do joint locks. Not everybody wants to do kata. Not everybody wants to do kumite. Not everybody wants to do conditioning, body conditioning. Um, however, I'm giving everybody the same. So I want everybody to 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 learn everything of, of karate and kobudo. So that way, I include it in my syllabus. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of kobudo either. I don't have my own system, or we're not aff uh, affiliated or associated with any. Uh, any Corridor Association. However, I, I, I love it, so I include it into my syllabus. Um, I don't I don't love cardio kickboxing, or I, I've never done kickboxing in my life, so I'm not going to teach a, a class to supplement my income on a Wednesday, on a Monday and Wednesday, and I don't have any, I, don't, I find it strange and odd to have a separate self-defense class. Um, isn't that what we teach? Isn't karate self-defense? It's just it's it's just weird to me, um, and I only ever want to teach karate. So all of my classes are geared in and around Koshinkan karate that that we do uh, with Mitani Kazuya and Kinja Hiroshi. So we that's that's what we teach. We teach the same karate to all of the kids and all all of the adults. The syllabus is different because of the different. Um, focus on the class. Uh, you can't teach kids the same as the adults, but all of the, all of the karate is based on around me preserving Kinja Hiroshi style karate. You have to say karate like that when you say Kinja Hiroshi style karate. Um, that, that is what, what, that is why I opened my, my karate dojo. So in, when I came back 2006, took over, over my father's dojo, that is what I wanted to teach. That is why I, I'm teaching teaching karate. Um, I want to preserve his style of karate because there's not really anybody else doing it. Um, I don't know any any other uh, apart from our, our Japanese instructors. Uh, I don't know anybody else that's teaching Kinja Hiroshi style style karate. Uh, I know some who claim to do it, but it's not. Um, some some people claim that he was their instructor and. But they're certainly not doing Kinjo Hiroshi style karate. I don't know what they're doing. Looks more Chinese martial arts to me, but know your lane and stay in your lane. 
my lane is teaching good quality karate and kobudo and not taekwondo, not fitness martial arts, not fitness kickboxing, not cardio karate, not jujitsu. So for me, it doesn't give me any joy. What gives me joy is teaching Kinjo Horoshi style karate. And that, that is one I want to keep, keep on teaching. Anyway, guys, they're the, they're the three. So let me just recap, recap for you. One, you need a support team. Two, we're here for a long time, not a short time. Three, know your lane, stay in your lane. Anyway, guys, if you have any more questions, I'd love to hear. Otherwise, next week, we've got a fantastic interview coming up. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Karate Over Coffee. And if you're enjoying the podcast and getting something out of the episodes, there are a few things you can do to help us. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube, please do so. We release these episodes every Friday morning, Australian time. Plus, we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify. Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts, hoodies, and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. Thanks, guys.